welcome to another episode of New Age Life podcast. I'm your host Garima and today we have the beautiful Erika. Oh, thank you how, for having me. Yeah, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm fine. So, can you tell our audience about yourself? Absolutely. So I am currently a certified life coach. I have a practice helping people um, find themselves, find true self-confidence and self-love. I feel like that is the core value that people need. When we lack love in ourselves, it's really um, impossible for us to love other people genuinely, compassionately, and wholeheartedly. Wow. That's nice. (laughs) Talking about love and, you know, compassion. I think this is what we need, especially in these times. Yeah, there's definitely an urgency for it. Um, You know, society has gotten really to a dark place where a lot of people are depressed, don't have any answers, kind of lost. So just giving people direction and figuring out who their true selves are so they can they figure out who they are and where they're trying to go. So how did you start this uh, life coaching? Well, so my whole life I've had, you know, little prompts or tugs on me knowing that I would always help people in some way. Um, first it was I was going to open up covenant homes, which I still think I'm going to do for children to have a safe place to go if their homes are not safe. Um, it didn't work out in my it, that way, but um, I've always been in you know um, higher up positions, managers or advisors. So I would always have people coming to me advice for advice. But working at on a professional level or in the corporate world, you know, there's boundaries. Yeah, certain things can be talked about. You know, um, politics. People could be sued if you talk about certain things that aren't. But I always felt like. People wanted me to give more or they wanted to share more, but because of my situation or in the profession I was, they couldn't actually open up the way they wanted to. Um, And a lot of times I've had people say to me, like, you make me feel comfortable, totally open and honest so I could be honest with you. And um, so throughout my whole journey of my financial corporate world life, I was always having these jobs. I was always put in these positions to actually help people or, um, you know, I don't want to say give advice because it's not really my advice. It's just almost helping people connect dots that they didn't see for themselves. And um, a couple years ago, uh, my sister, my sister actually was like, you would be really good as like a life coach. You have really good advice. You listen well, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, who am I to tell people anything, right? Like, but I actually took heed to it and started doing the coursework, started doing some research, looking into it, actually taking clients. And when I tell you, I found my purpose. I was like, oh, I'm home. I finally found it. I'm here. Like it became natural. It was something that I loved. I felt my soul was being poured into like, you're here. You found it finally, you know? And um, yeah, I did hours of training, hours of coaching, and now I have tons of success stories and I just love it. And I love every day. Wow. I don't say I work anymore. I just enjoy my days. <laughs> so it's like you found your calling. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. 
so is there like as you said that people say that they feel comfortable talking to you you know is there like some i, I don't know is there some particular way you talk or the things that you talk about that make people more comfortable with you honestly it's just me mm-hmm. i think this is me speaking for myself but this is the internal me i just come completely real i'm authentic i'm not i don't have any intentions and i think people can feel that energy i think people know if what your true intentions are and i think because my heart is pure there's nothing i need from i'm not looking from any from them anything i think that's what is um given off and i don't know maybe this type that's what i'm saying like people said this and i don't i can't say i say this specifically it's just mm-hmm. natural you know it just comes to me it's it, i'm just speaking and it and it works for people mm-hmm. no because you know anybody can talk to anyone about his or her problems anyone can ask anybody for advice but it's different with a life coach you know a life coach has to be someone who will actually listen and try to give better advice than the average person right mm-hmm. yeah or it what what really life coaching is is helping people understand who their true self is figuring out what they like and don't like what works for them and doesn't work for them the life coach doesn't tell you what works for you cuz i can't tell you what makes you happy but what i can do is i'm really good at um my gift is connecting dots for people when the information is there but they're just not putting it together to make sense of it does that make sense <laughs> no when you say connecting the dots can you explain that yeah so it's like people are walking through life blinded but if they were to just take the veil off of their eyes the answers are right in front of them mm-hmm. but because people are so um boggled down or carry carrying carrying such a heavy load they can't really see what's right in front of them because life seems so chaotic mm-hmm. so when you start to clear that street of chaos down and and now it's starting to be more calmer or the you know the ocean is now settled and it's not so crazy now you can just see the little mini ripples and it doesn't look like this big storm and then you, it makes more you sense you can see the ocean behind me you know yeah versus <laughs> just right in front of you because it's chaos and you can't see miles and miles to come you you know what i'm saying so it's just helping yeah. people be more mindful and aware and gain, gaining that clarity to be able to see So what type of clients have you had so far? I've had um a lot of different spectrums. I've had people that were very depressed, on the verge of suicide, and then I've had people down to just needing help organizing their day-to-day life to kind of make sense of everything. So I've had, you know, clients that are with me for a very long time and then I have short-term clients because they're they pretty much have it together. There's just these last little bit of things that need to be put in place. Mm-hmm. So you have short-term clients and long-term clients. Yep, and that all depends. That's why I don't have a program. People always ask like, "Do you have a 6 months program?" No. Because 6 months program doesn't work for everybody. we have to do our assessment see what's going on start to get some information you came to me for this where are we trying to go mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And then everybody's journey takes different time. I can't tell you, I need you to read a six chapter book in 10 minutes or tell the next person you have three hours, you know, and everyone has their own journey, um, depending on how, how um, deep we're gonna go, how much emotions need to be dug up and dealt with. It just, all of it is, everybody is unique and specific. So my programs are specific to person, not as a whole. Yeah, I, I have seen like uh, some, like other life coaches, maybe they will have some like 20 minute uh you know talk over the phone or over the zoom or whatever and then they will have packages but when i when i saw your own website there was nothing like you know talking over the phone or packages or whatever you know no we have i have one-on-one coaching which is the zoom like if we do this yeah um because clearly i'm only in one place and i want to be able to help people everywhere Mm. but I don't have a package where it's like, okay, there's this crash course, you're going to be done in three months because I I don't have the ability to tell somebody how long their process is going to take. I'm not a fortune teller, you know? So for somebody to say, oh, six months, then it gives that pressure of you coming into something and expecting, I got to do the work, I have to be done in six months. And then you're really not giving yourself that time, being kind to yourself and actually letting yourself really iron things out get the kinks out not just put a rug over it and keep going Hmm. so in that case is there some like timetable you set with a particular client like how regularly you meet up with the client you talk Mm -hmm. to the client is is there like something like that all of this again is something I do in the free 30 minute assessment kind of figure out where you're at where we're trying to go and then at that point I'll say you know what we should meet once a week I do typically start once a week with all of my clients for the first six weeks then we do a progress check on that six weeks how are you feeling do you feel like you still need the every week do you think we can go to twice a week once a month where are you in your journey and then we reassess so I do like a, I call it a progress check every six weeks just to see where they are, where we started, how much, just to keep people, because, you know, honestly, people want to see progress, right? Yeah. You don't want to be investing in something and you're like, okay, I've been doing this and I don't see anything. But when we do the progress checks, people can start to put, now you can see something tangible. Okay, I have been making progress. This has changed. I feel better in this aspect. I've gotten a better attitude in this way whatever so i they start we do about a six week and then around six weeks we do a progress check and then we reassess again what we need to be doing moving forward so have you ever had any client who was not like satisfied with your uh you know your technique or your system i am pretty sure but have i gotten any feedback on it i haven't oh okay so you have always had positive feedback yeah wow yeah <laughs> i mean but listen sometimes people go but listen i'm not for everybody you know i i'm let's look at me as like a cup of tea everybody doesn't like green tea so i'm not saying i'm for everybody and i'm this perfect person no that's not what i'm saying but i haven't had anybody you know email me and be like your service was horrible nothing like that um but I am definitely pretty sure that 
I, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, you know, because sometimes some people receive negative feedback, you know, yeah. some clients, they will be like, you know, they are not satisfied and then they will change the life coach, you know. Which is totally fine because listen, you have to have that total, you have, it's like talking to a therapist. You have to have that trust. You need to have that communication and you need to have that connection. If you don't have that real genuine connection, you're not going to get the pop, the best healing because you're not going to feel safe enough to open up to where you need to go. That vulnerability to actually get the, get down to the things that need to be accessed. So that way you can move forward. You know, so you're not doing me any favors, just coming back to me and we don't really have a connection. You know, my success is your success. So when you feel better and we got that accomplished, I, I win, mm -hmm. you know, but if we continue to sit in this circle and you're not really telling me what needs to be told, because you don't trust me, nobody wins. Yeah. And, and there are so many people like, you know, uh, being like certified life coaches. So many people are coming up and advertising their services. So, you know, yeah. there, there's a sort of like competition also going on, you know, yeah. that who yeah. is better, you know? Yeah. But the difference between me and them, and, and I don't make it to say like if I'm better, I just, I'm in my own lane. You know, I'm not in competition with anybody. Like I said, I'm my own cup of tea. I'm not for everybody. I'm, you know, everybody, people need to find what their cup of tea is so they can get the best healing and the best help. And again, I'm not in no one else's lane but my own. And also the fact is too that there's a lot of people that need help. I can't help everybody. So mm -hmm. teach his own. I want, you know, as many life coaches as we can get out there to help as many people as possible. Love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as I mentioned earlier, I think our society needs this more than ever. You know, the more people that can come out, I mean, everybody has his own a way or yeah. you know technique exactly. or like speciality you know mm -hmm. like like recently i interviewed one guy who is a relationship coach you know so he specializes in relationships you know exactly yeah 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 so it's needed you know and it's a huge urgency so for me i look i'm as long as i'm doing the right thing and i'm helping people I'll be fine. I'm not worried about what everybody else is doing, how many clients they have. I'm focused on my clients and how to be better for my people, period. Yeah, I think that is the 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 concept everybody has to take, you know, yeah. the, what you are saying that you are not bothered about how many clients you have, you know, you're only concerned with the helping of people, you know, yeah. which is a yeah. rare thing in our society nowadays unfortunately yeah and yeah. Uh, especially because of the pandemic you know the pandemic has changed a lot of things people became more stressed and more depressed so did that affect your uh, you know your uh, life coaching business honestly for me i think i take the pandemic honestly as a positive thing and i'm going to tell you why pandemic has helped people free themselves up to do what they want to do 
give them that space to try to figure out, is this the right career for me? Can I move a different way? It's also opening up Zoom meetings. I have talked to so many people around the world that I would have never been able to come in contact before because it wasn't normal. It was abnormal to do Zoom meetings. It's impersonable, all of those things. But for us to evolve and do things like this and be able to touch more lives and have the access to people that we would never have the access to before, it had, this needed to happen. So for me, the pandemic wasn't such a bad thing. Did it put through people through hardships? Absolutely. But at the same time, I also feel like it's opening doors for people to be able to open up, express themselves, get the help that they need, talk to people that they would have never been able to talk to before and get what they need to survive and be the best versions of themselves. So I take the pandemic as all positive. Yes, there was a lot of tragic people lost their lives very, very sad, but I don't want to just harp on all of the negative. I want to kind of focus on what the good things that did bring. Yeah, yeah. And there was also a lot of negative uh, uh, things. It resulted in a lot of deaths, not only of patients, but even the nurses and doctors, they, they got really affected, depression and the stress of the work. And then there was also in the news about because people were stuck in their homes, you know, uh, a lot of like stress and the depression going on and, you know, loss of jobs. So there were some, there was in the news of some like even uh, domestic violence were going on, you know, and then also the children staying at home. So, you know, there was also a lot of negativity going on you know mm-hmm. but i i honestly feel like the people the thing these people were already depressed this just amplified it you know what i'm saying but now there is there's ways to help solve the problem so like as you said that that uh, the pandemic brought out a lot of people coming out and uh, discussing like through the Zoom meetings. And so, uh, so how were you able to help through the Zoom meetings? How were you able to help people, you know, come out of, I mean, or to handle the, the pandemic? So Zoom meetings, the one-on-one coaching, helping them through it, putting another plan together. Just because we've gone through great depressions before. This is not the first depression. This is not going to be the last depression. So what do we do? Do we just sit and solve or do we try to come up with a result? Let's figure something out. Let's find a solution. We got to keep going. We can't stop. You know, we it's like if you fall, fall off of your bike and you scrape, scrape your knee, that hurts, right? And it's going to take a minute for it to stop the pain to go away. But we still got to get back on the bike and start pedaling again. So it's as if right now, the world needs to get back on our bikes and start pedaling again. But this time we need to do it healthily. We need to get our minds right. We need to get our bodies and souls right. And I think the more happier people are in the world, the less people will be getting hurt, the less violence there will be, the less domestic violence. The only people that hurt people are hurt people. So if we can help people that are hurting, there's less people that will be out there hurting other people. Wow, that's, 
that's a you know nice concept to have there because uh, I I read somewhere like those people who are bullies you know they they are bullies because they themselves they feel insecure so when they bully another person they feel or something like happening if, at home like, like, like as if they are in control that there is something they can control you know they have that mentality and that's why i want to get into schools elementary schools junior high schools high schools because yes bullying has gotten out of control when i was in high school there was bullying but it was nowhere where it is now where kids are going home and committing suicide because the bullying has gotten so out of control but the problem is is like you said we got to still think i don't i don't discard the bully yes they're bullies but that's their way of expressing their suppression whatever's happening at home we don't know if they're being sexually assaulted you don't know if their parents are beating them up or verbally abusing them or their brother or someone is hurting them and they can't do anything about that so they come to school and then lash out on someone smaller you know bullying is learned behavior it's not a kid doesn't just say i'm going to turn into this mean person it's because of what their life experience looked like for them what home life looks like for them you know and i feel like if even at a younger age kids start to appreciate who they are know their worth and love themselves they're less likely to go around beating up other people because they, they know what that compassion feels like they feel that kindness and it, when you have kindness that's why it's so important for people to genuinely love themselves because if you can't love yourself or love who you are you cannot love anyone else yeah yeah usually it is seen that the, pair, uh, the the children they look at their parents behavior at home and then from there they 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 show you know they imitate their parents you know yep. so if the parents behave good then the children they will they will notice it and they will try to be good but if the parents maybe like they maybe there is domestic violence if the parents fight or abuse one another and the children they see then they will go out and you know imitate their parents a lot of times too is let's say the dad is abusing the mom and there's a little boy the little boy wants to protect his mom he clearly cannot beat the dad up so he then gains all of this frustration and aggression and then when he goes to school and sees someone smaller because the dad is bigger than the mom he goes and picks on that little person because that looks normal to him so it's is really a good intention you have of helping children you know i think you said that that will be the next stage of your work yes i think the next stage the way the things are moving for me i think i'm going to be a speaker i'm going to be speaking at um elementary schools junior high schools high schools college i think the sooner people really love themselves know who they are and find their true identity the faster they can get to their calling and their purpose and be satisfied and more happy have you done any public speaking yet <laughs> i haven't i haven't oh, okay. i feel like the podcast i feel i feel like the podcasting is my preparation That's great. Maybe you should start your own podcast then in that I I have my own show. I do oh. I definitely have my own show. It's a Living and Loving Life podcast. Mm-hmm. If you want to check it out, please come by. I have diff- I speak to all type of coaches, people helping 
um, just for the fact of giving back for the people that cannot afford the one-on-one coaching, but still want to try and be healthier and better. And there's little tools there that we drop all the time every Monday morning so that people can use little things to try to help them as well. Because I feel like everybody deserving, regardless of your financial status, deserves to be happy in their true selves. Wow, that's a good good intention you have. And hopefully you will be able to help more people and, uh, and, and children also, because I think children are more vulnerable than adults, you know? I remember and one that's of the next generation. Yeah, yeah. We need to make a change. Yeah. We need to change. We need to cut generation generational curses, things that aren't right, things that don't work, things that are hurting people. Those need to be cut and examined and reevaluated and changed because it's not working this way. It's mm-hmm. only getting worse. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to contact you for your services how can you be contacted so the best way to get in contact with with me would be through my email I'm, I'm sorry my website that has my Instagram you can follow me there it has my email address if you're interested in your free 30-minute um, assessment um, and that is www.livingandlovinglife.us mm-hmm. and all my links are there you can schedule through there also my podcast is on there so if you cannot afford the services you can at least go ahead and tune in and get some little tips and little gems and little seeds that you guys can help use along your on your journey all right so i will include uh, all your links on in the description box uh, so that if anybody is interested you know and uh, i hope you will get somebody through the podcast because awesome. uh, you you have very high you know thinking and it's very nice of you very sweet of you you know it's my purpose this is what he made me for so i have to surrender and do what my my job is you know so i don't want to take any credit for it it's not me it's my god So uh, thank you very much for being on the show today and like as I said I will put all your links in the description box so if anybody wants to contact you hopefully somebody will contact you you know thank you so thank You're you very sweet. much I oh, truly thank appreciate you. your time <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you for having me and giving me this opportunity anybody you know listening hopefully something that we said resonates with them and we'll help them all right so uh thank you all of i thank all of you for listening to this episode and um, hopefully one of you will contact erica for her services so and i will see you in the next episode bye